I'd say I'm a little nervous to be up here, but um, Pastor David asked me a while ago, he said he was going to get a bunch of people to, uh, you know, talk to some people, get their thoughts on what on earth as it is in heaven looked like, and and he came to me and approached me, and I had all these ideas wrote down, and and uh, then this past week, last last service, we were asked a question: um, What areas of your life have you not opened up to Jesus? And uh, I, I must say, I, I had a very difficult week. My wife had an amazing week, and God bless her; she she was very kind and compassionate to me because I had a, uh, a terrible week, to be honest with you, feeling-wise, um, but God was dealing with things, and, and all the notes that I had wrote down about what I was going to share, he switched it up yesterday morning. He just, after coming out of the state I was in, he was doing something within me. I felt like it wasn't of him. But it really was of him. And he dropped the word compassion into my spirit. And all of a sudden, things began to uh, open up. And I looked up the word compassion. And I mean, I can read the definition, but I, I won't. I'll just give you my compassion would cause you to see a need and to go and fill it. It would motivate us to do things. And, and so, you know, uh, as I uh, was, and then I looked it up and I was like, well, where's that word found? Like, how many times is it in the New Testament? And So I just looked at the Gospels, and it's in the Gospels 14 times. So I can read a few of these. I think I'll, I'll read a few, but the, the couple that I want to focus on are going to be out of the book of Luke. And it just so happens in our cards, we were asked to read the book of Luke. And I was, I was, I was looking at these scriptures, and the, the two that really jumped out to me, and, and God stopped me on it and made me focus, were out of the book of Luke. But, uh, you know, Jesus was moved by compassion. Like, compassion actually moved him. It made him go to action. And then every time he was moved with compassion, um, heaven showed up. It was like things happened, uh, change happened, eyes were healed, uh, people were raised from the dead, like miraculous things happened, but it came from being moved by compassion. So the story that I'm going to, I'll read this, and, and I was very challenged this week and not knowing what he was dealing with, but sometimes, you know, in, in my life, I can speak for myself, I can just go through the motions of things. And uh, be, be doing good things and right things, but not being moved by compassion. So, my, so that's what he was dealing with me this week. And it, it really, uh, really had me focused. So the story I, I like to go through is the parable of the Good Samaritan. And there's a verse in here, but I'll, I'll read through the parable. And then, and then I'll, I'll, the verse that I'm going to focus on, I'll, I'll go over that, but. And behold, a certain lawyer stood up and, and tested him, saying, Teacher, what shall I do to in inherit eternal life? He said to him, What is written in the law? What is your reading of it? So he answered and said, 
You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength, and with all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself. And he said to him, You have answered rightly. Do this, and you will live. But he, he, wanting to justify himself, said to Jesus, And who is my neighbor? Then Jesus answered and said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves who stripped him of his clothing, wounded him, and departed, leaving him half dead. Now by chance a certain priest came down the road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite, when he arrived at a, at a place, came and looked and passed by on the other side. But a certain Samaritan, as he journeyed, came where he was, and when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine, and he set, and he set him on his own animal brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to an innkeeper and said to him, take care of him and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. So which of these three do you think was neighbor to him who fell among the thieves? And he said to him, he who showed mercy on him. And this last statement really hit me. It says, then Jesus said to him, go and do likewise. He never, he never asked him to. He never, he told him, now go and do likewise. So it was a command for, for everyone, for all of us to go and do likewise. And it really jumped out. Now, we might not be going down a road and seeing a dead man or, or a person all beat up, or, or none of that. But what are we doing when we see a guy asking for change at a coffee shop? What are we doing when we see someone on the side of the road? What are we doing when, I don't know, you go to a drive-thru and there's, there's another guy asking for food? Or, or you know, I know, and for me, it's like, well, what does my mind think when these things happen? Where's my thoughts going? Am I at least praying for this person? or Because or, we all can't be doing all these things. And, and, and for me, it's like, what am I thinking? So obviously, God was dealing with my thoughts on, on where I was thinking because I wasn't thinking right in a lot of cases. And then another verse that, that jumped out to me on compassion is in Luke chapter 15. And it's about uh, the parable of the lost son. And this is about the father. So it says in Luke chapter 15, verse 20, And he arose and came to his father. But when he, he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion. And ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. So compassion caused the Father to run to us. So compassion should cause us to run to the lost. And he began to, he began to speak to me on, on, on these, these issues. And, and uh, you know, it's not to put me down or, or it's always in correction, you know, and, and to spur me on to be a little bit more like him. Because, you know, 
I truly believe we today we live in a dark world. Like darkness is all around, but we're called to rise and shine. And I believe compassion is key. And I I believe that when we ask, like we we can ask for His compassion. We don't have to go through situations. I'll stop there for a sec. But we this church has been going through some things and i believe life throws at us all different types of of issues and and challenges and and it's not orchestrated by god but god takes these things and creates a compassion that wasn't there for others that are going through the same situations so as we go through life, you know, it's, it's learning how he wants us all to learn how to channel these, these pains in the right direction, to partner with him. Because the enemy wants to steal, kill, and destroy, but he's come to give us life and life to the full. So he wants us to channel this in the right direction. Let's, you know, go after it. He's... He's really creating a, a compassion in a lot of us over the last uh, while. And, uh, yeah, where do I go from here? Uh, like, I just want to share a little bit about, about my wife. I asked her for permission. I wasn't going, and Pastor David said, you better ask her first. So, <laughs> so I asked her, and, and you know, um, she really spurs me on to, uh, with compassion. Like, um, there's so many, she's full of compassion. Now, that was created in her through, through a life that, I mean, she went through. She went through a lot in her life, and you guys can ask her about that. But, but it created, God took that and created such a compassion for people that, you know, I just, I just, well, she doesn't have to say anything to me. Like, it, just watching what she does. So last week while I'm in turmoil, she's having the time of her life. Like, she's at, at work, she's just on fire, things are happening, you know, she's just loving it. And she comes home and she says, she says, you know, I got to tell you this, I got to tell you this. She says, well, today was an awesome day and I'm miserable, I'm listening and, but I'm miserable. But she tells me this story. She says, and this is what compassion is to me. Like her work couldn't find no one to go and volunteer. They have volunteers that open up the showers for the homeless. So they couldn't find anybody that day. So she got her friend, who's, who's at where she works, to cover for her. And she took the shift. And she went over and sat, sat there and made sure that the showers were open for people to get a shower. And this lady who's in her 70s comes up, and I, might, I probably should have got you to come up to tell this story, but this lady comes up who's in her 70s, and uh, anyway, Selena feels compassion for her, and, and she begins to talk to her, and this lady opens up and says she wants a white Christmas tree with blue bulbs on it. She began to talk about that. Well, that just so happened to be what Selena picked for our Christmas tree, for one. So that spoke to Selena and said, well, this is God here. This is, this is of God. 
And all of a sudden, so anyway, they have a conversation, and she's staying at the homeless shelter at the portal, I believe. And uh, so she goes, goes back to work. All of a sudden, a donation comes in, and it's a white Christmas tree. So, and then another donation comes in later on, I think, with Christmas balls, and there were blue Christmas balls there. So then, not only, so she sees this miracle, but she doesn't stop there. All of a sudden, she talks to her friend Jade and says, well, let's go over and set this Christmas tree up over at the portal so that this lady can have a white Christmas tree with, with blue bulbs. You know, so we can see where just a simple act of living with compassion, how it opens up the door for heaven to invade earth. So that's what was spoke, well, that spoke to me, even though I was miserable. <laughs> so God has a way of showing me. He was teaching me through watching her, and he was also speaking to me, but it was, yeah, it was interesting. So I came up with some, I read through all the scriptures, but I came up with some thoughts, and I'll share, on, I'll share these, these little points that I had this, this week through reading the 14 scriptures and the story. Um, Heaven moves by compassion. Compassion causes you to see needs and fill them. Compassion causes action. You can't have compassion and not be moved to do something. And then Jesus walked with compassion. He was compassion. And the, another scripture that came to me is, he who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. So then I found myself all asking. So I thought I'd end this in a prayer if, if we could all join together and, and ask God. You know, I'm not saying everybody struggles with compassion. I'm just speaking. I struggled last week, and I've been struggling for a while, but he pointed that out in me. Because it's not just about in what I know or what I think is right to do. Am I being moved by compassion to do those right things? Because the person who you go to senses that and their spirit senses that. And most importantly, what they're in bondage senses that. And they're scared and they run. Whatever holds them in bondage runs when you come with compassion. So I've just, if I could just end with a, a simple prayer. Father, I just, I just thank you for this congregation first and foremost and for all my friends and family here. I thank you for our leadership here, Lord God. I thank you for the path that they have us set on. We're all focused on, on bringing heaven to earth, Lord. And we know that this is your message because it's come through multiple different people in our leadership here. And it's all focused in the same direction. So, Father, we just come before you as a group of people who love you and want to love others and want others to sense your love, to feel your love. We want to see change in our communities. Holy Spirit, we just ask you that you would fill us you would fill us with the compassion that moved Jesus. Father, and we thank you for that in your mighty name.
Amen.